You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Wanna squirrel talk? Do 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 you wanna squirrel talk? Do 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 you wanna squirrel talk? Squirrel, this is the squirrel talk. Squirrel, this is the squirrel talk. Yeah yeah. Squirrel talk, eat. Squirrel talk, eat. Squirrel talk, eat. Get those nuts. Get those nuts. Get those nuts. Okay, that's enough. That's how it ends. That's my favorite. That's my favorite part. That's my favorite part of the song. Oh my god! It's we just so Hillary. That. We just it improvised is. that. I, I trust me. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing that people like about my uh, little review show for Camp Wanakiki, Wanakiki on YouTube, go check it out. It's the little. Uh, it's that. It's that thing. People like the theme song. I don't know why. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, you. It's not a little show. You've had some pretty big guests on there. I was just watching the episode with Kitty Litter. Yeah. ATX. You've had Eddie Danger on there. Sure did. He's very sexy. Yeah. And you just had Wilma Fingerdo. You just had Wilma Fingerdo fresh out. I didn't I didn't realize she was back into um drag shape already. Yeah. Yeah. Good. She's she's getting Good. back. She's getting back out of the hospital. We all love Wilma. The yeah. poor darling, uh, yeah, she had some medical things happen to her, mm-hmm. kind of just based on not taking care of herself after pandemic times. Right, right. And uh, yeah, that's really sad. It, it, it's amazing is she had a GoFundMe after, um, like, or to get herself back on her feet, because she was in the hospital for a month. And yeah. I went to go donate to it, and like she had far surpassed her goal by then. Oh yeah, she far surpassed it. That's a really amazing, amazing thing is to have people in your life turn out for you like that. She's got quite a few fans. I I I love talking with her and realizing, like how how many more people in the world actually love her than love me. Like, <laughs> like she'll just like she'll just <laughs> casually be like. Oh, Hillary. Oh, my God. I love how you doing, Hillary. Oh, my God. You know, oh, you should get a new wig. You know, I have this lady in Sweden. She makes all my wigs. She just sends them to me. I don't even know why. Are you but serious? Wig. Like, just like random stuff like that. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> this one person does all of her nails. This one person does all of her wigs now. What? Like, yeah. There's some really generous people out there. Why um, why don't they follow us? <laughs> I don't know. But I mean she's really built up that following. She has like almost Good for 10, her. 10,000 subscribers on YouTube and honestly Whoa. once you hit that point like that's all you need. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need a million. <laughs> is um is YouTube still a viable business like for for streamers or for uh, YouTubers that is? I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. I don't. I don't know if you would really consider me a YouTuber. <laughs> How many subscribers do you have? Uh, a little under three hundred. I'll think. tell you right now. I'm on your. I'm on your YouTube. Yeah, you're it's at two sixty nine, so... which is a great number if you take out the two. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But it's <laughs> so it's taken me years to yeah. get to two hundred and sixty nine. Uh, like monetization features don't even come in until like a thousand. A thousand, right? Yeah. I. <laughs> Like, I make a lot of content, and I think it's actually decent, but, like, my category in Camp Wanakiki is so micro, like, I don't right. even know what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like- <laughs> yeah. And I think that there is no right or wrong. I think it's all a crapshoot. I think yeah. everything we do with our art is either going to, like, hit or it's not, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. It's just the way it's going to shape up. That's that's kind of it, you know. You just you have no idea sometimes. <laughs> you just have to kind of walk blindly into the night and just say, "Ah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. my god!" And it can get so busy too. You know, Messy Margaret, my drag daughter, she's like gone full time drag queen. She quit her job at that's right. Drag. So she's so busy, like thinking about like this and this and this. And business has been good. Like our website which i built and seo'd thank you very much um, yeah let her know that yeah let her know it was well all I'm, I'm a big part of things too of course you, you know. are 
but um, she's really the hustle. She's got that hustle. But we get a lot of gigs, and she takes good. Them and <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> call her out. Call her uh, out. No, I mean, but she, I I have a a job. You know, like I, I have a job. So it's like good. You do have a job. You have a great full time job at a place where we're going to be doing something soon. I hope so. We just have to figure out a date. Oh, I thought. Oh, yeah, right. We haven't. We haven't settled on a date. No, we. But we could. I mean, we could talk about it because it's pretty much like uh, a thing. Um, I was a little bit worried because I put on a show there already, and uh-huh. like it, like it wasn't a flop, but it just didn't. It didn't hit the sales targets that they would have liked. But I was like, right. no, what do you want? It was the first one. We put it on in a rush, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Here's the thing is they have to promote it too, right? Or do they not? No. They okay, don't. never mind then. Well, they then really why do they have sale? Why, why do they have target protections then if they're not going to do any promoting? Well, that's the thing. I mean, and I mean, I, you know, I could fire back at them just kind of saying like, well, don't come at me like telling me what your sales productions are when I'm actually putting on a show for you for the first time in an untested space in an untested market. Well, yeah. You know, like that's a risk for me, frankly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so. you know what we did? Um, we did our show at Comedy Bar, the drag buffet, where we brought in drag performers to do comedy stuff at Comedy oh, no. Bar. Yeah, and drag, drag buffet. Yeah, and I would say we're a success because there's already been one of those acts has booked Comedy Bar and performed a show there. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. The um um. Wait, hold on. No, We're I think I'm wrong. I think it's someone we didn't wrong. book. No, it's not even someone we booked. <laughs> it's Canna Cock, who's been coming to a lot of my shows. She's come, or they've come to a few of our shows at Comedy Bar. Um, and oh, they yeah. went ahead and booked it and put on a comedy show there, the Barbie show. So are you saying our show there was a success because we have encouraged somebody else to go out and do comedy at Comedy yes. Bar? Yes. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that as a win. Yeah. You know? Listen, if if... Comedy bar fills up with drag performers. It's because of us. Yeah. I mean, like if we open, help open the floodgates, that's great. Just be careful because no one will ever uh, remember your name for that. You know, they'll just like take all the credit for themselves. I'll drag tell them. Is, drag is a vicious world. And they'll just be like, I'll, mm. I'll tell them. I'll tell them. But also I'm kind of like, I don't care. Let you know what I mean? I don't, I don't do everything for the friend visa decline and all the things I helped her. With oh my her. God. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to turn this podcast into a war. I feel like everybody <laughs> is able to, is allowed to do whatever they want to do. Everybody doesn't have to be included in everything. Let's all just do our thing. Yeah. No, are you got actually on that note, work the mic uh, last year, you guys, uh, I don't want to call it you guys. Cause it's kind of not a hundred percent your thing, but like you guys did a Christmas show. Do you think yeah. you're going to do a Christmas show again this year? I think we are. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Good know. Because if you're going to do it, I'm not going to do it. I don't. Why not? There doesn't need to be two Christmas shows. Yes, there do. Hillary, there needs to be no. a thousand Christmas shows. No. we Because the thing is, we already have brands. Like, I would like to do a Christmas show with our Yas and Vile show that we were thinking about. That's the show we're bringing back. Yes, thank you. We could definitely do Yas and Vile, a Christmas play. Like a Christmas carol play. type of thing. It would be amazing. Yeah, and I think we're already going to do Sex and the Golden Girls, the Christmas episode. Oh my god, there's so many good Christmas episodes with the Golden Girls. Right? So it's just like, I don't know, like we don't need to gild the lily and like do another one. Like, um, I think you guys, the work the mic, you guys already do a drag Christmas sketch show. So like, just do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that makes more sense. Like, we don't have to do two. We also don't need to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> I know. We're just talking. I'm airing out all my grievances. No. I'm airing out all my thoughts. Great. Know? Good. Please do. There's too many Christmas shows. Also, like, then uh, our friend Lauren. See- uh, yeah, Our go friend ahead. Lauren is forcing us to go see Jinx and, and Ben do their show. Forcing us? We want to go. Do you not want to go? Of course I want to go. But, like, then it's, like, another Christmas show. And, like... My Christmas show will never be as good as Jinx and Ben. Like how? Like I can't even compete anymore. And Jimbo just won All Stars. Like she's the first Canadian, and she doesn't even care. She said, 
guess what? I'm the first international queen who ever won. It's like, no, you're the first Canadian, but she doesn't even care. Ugh. But it's not just... It should ta- but it's not just Canadian. It's bigger than Canadian. It's like she's Ugh. the first person from a different country to win. Yeah, I know. And I would have been the first one to win Camp Winnikiki, but then I failed. <laughs> you did. You did. Fa- and we were all very disappointed in you. Yeah. All of us were, <sighs> were really, really upset with you for not winning. <sighs> Woe is you! Oh. Woe is you indeed. But I actually got to meet some camp, some Camp Wanakiki girls. Oh my god! So okay, you've been on vacation. I've been on vacation. I and Selena about. I don't understand this bitch. Like she goes on vacation to work apparently <laughs> because she's been posting ream after ream of drag show that she's been watching tipping dipping sucking i don't know what she's been doing. I actually did it this is the first trip i've been on where i haven't had sex okay well sure but like <laughs> and getting gigs and getting up in the drag on vacation what is wrong with you why are you <laughs> well here's the thing is i Okay, I've never been one to travel for rest. Like when right. I when I vacation, I like to go to cities. I like to explore. I like to do things that are fun. Right. And um, and I decided I'm I'm going to this place. I'm first of all, my flight is very cheap because I have a friend who works for Air Canada. Yeah. My accommodations are free because I'm staying with friends. Mm-hmm. So why not try and like at least like make some money while I'm there and like get a little bonus out of this? So I asked around. Right. I asked a bunch of different performers uh, and one of them luckily followed me back and was able Dion Dior Black um, and she was able to get me a brunch gig which then turned into an evening gig at another bar uh, and I got to see and I wanted to and like I like to see the other markets I like to go see as much different mm-hmm. drag as I can yeah. and I really love connecting with drag performers in different cities and then it kind of like it builds my network it, it builds my name as well because now they know me over there yeah. Um, so I got to work with Miss Texas, 1988. Yeah. She was absolutely lovely. She was wonderful. She has great concepts, great looks. Mm-hmm. And um, and while I was there, so was Girl Haggard from this season yeah. of Camp Wanakiki. So I didn't work with her, but I got to see her and I got to meet her and she was really nice. Isn't that fun? Isn't yeah. That funny? Isn't that fresh? Isn't that fierce <laughs> and you saw a lot of drag shows too i saw a lot yeah saw a lot of drag yeah i guess are you obsessed with drag now is this is this all you all you can think of all you can when you do you know what's what's interesting is like we've both been in the theater community we've both been in the comedy community and now we're all both in the drag community yeah i find the thing that's unique about drag as opposed to the comedy and uh, and theater world is that we get really excited about each other's art and Mm. it's less about competition and more about like, we all get to work together. And like, I like seeing what's going on in another city. I like seeing all the different types of drag within one city. I got to see Mm. so much different styles, so many different styles of drag in one place. Yeah. Seattle. Definitely. I think it's definitely up your alley. Yeah. Whole thing that they do over there. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty artsy. Pretty artsy. <laughs> no, it's great. There's like great comedy queens over there, but then there's also the girls who like go off with their dancing. Mm. Um Rowan Ruthless is absolutely incredible. She's like she's someone who really holds her power on stage. She doesn't need to do anything and she's so captivating. There's just so much really great drag over there. Were they all doing like one number? Or yeah. Like- yeah. So it's two numbers max. Yeah. And I got paid like the booking fee is the same as here. Yeah. And it's you you get you have to do two numbers instead of 12. Mm-hmm. And the tips are the same because people are t- oh my god this is one thing I noticed is right. As soon as you step on stage, people have their money out because it's mm. singles. So people don't care about partying with a dollar. So everybody's holding out a dollar. And so I walked out to a sea of dollars and I hadn't done anything yet. Right. And I was like, I'm trying to perform here and I'm spending my entire number grabbing money. Right. Which is a great feeling, but also like, I want to perform. That's what I came here for. Yeah. No, that's kind of true. I don't know. I find it depends upon where you are, I guess. But I guess that's true. That True. place must have pretty good tipping culture. It actually, it, it does. Um, somebody told me that like the Rue girls, whenever they come, they're like, wow, Seattle really loves drag. Like you guys are like 
like the audience is very attentive and very like people will crump up their dollar. I don't know if they did this where you got where you went, but people crump up their dollars and throw it at the stage if the performer is not coming towards them. No, uh, I mean, I've only been a couple places, Boston. Did you go to um, Albany yet? Uh, oh, that got canceled. Let's not <gasps> Okay. Oh, <laughs> boo. Boo. We are still going to Albany for a day trip because we have a hotel, but mm, that's okay. Aw, damn. That's going to be cute, though. Like a nice little... Are you going to try and see Opal while you're there? You're no, like, I'm going her. to avoid Opal with all <laughs> oh my being. Oh, my God. Did she cancel it because <laughs> of the shit you said about her on the pod? No. She canceled because she's a bitch. Um, no. <laughs> she, she just canceled. I don't know. She must be going through something, and then... It's fine. You get that. You go through Whatever. things all the time. Whatever. <laughs> you tried to cancel on me. You were like, I'm not doing the show anymore. And I was like, Hillary, come always... do the fucking show. Yeah. Well, because I was like, I don't think Selena deserves. You're so stupid. If I don't want to work with you, I will choose to stop working with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I take what I can get at this point. <sighs> and you um... stuck with me. But I think, but it was really nice to like, see the connections and see how like the camp one kiki girls are traveling to each other's cities and yeah, like i really do think are. you could travel around like i think you could stand to travel around more people stand. Quite... and we could also maybe I'm try and bring some girls one. in i'm the only one from canada so it's like it's been it's harder mm, yeah like i've gone i've been to albany and then i was kind of i don't know if i i don't know if there's many opportunities like i could go to maybe birmingham with flapjack maybe they'd have mm. me down there Right. Uh, but a lot of my sisters, actually, they don't they don't want to have me like I don't think Coleslaw would want to. I don't think Lily right. would want to. Uh, Vincent doesn't really do drag anymore. Um, Wait, do you and Lily have a beef? No, Lily's just kind of uh, does her own thing and doesn't talk to anybody. Oh, OK, that's fine. Yeah. So that's kind of that, you know, Pola, maybe, I guess. But Pola doesn't really have any gigs and. Deja has had me and Deja right. was lovely, but right. like she's busy and doesn't have much else to give me. So like there's not a lot to go to. <laughs> right. I've been I've been to Toledo. They're lovely there. They were very welcome, welcoming, mm-hmm. decent with the tipping, I would say. Apparently I was I mean, Deja was telling me that I was like beloved in Toledo. And then I got Aww. there and I was like and I was like, well, I mean, I was kind of beloved, I guess, by some. But there was still a lot of people standing there in the corner just like, who are you not giving me their $1 bill and being right. stingy. So, I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, we could also try and bring some girls up here. Maybe I'm just not glamorous enough for them. Maybe, you know, maybe they don't get me. Maybe they like your beard. They, just, they love your beard. You should go bearded drag again. You've done bearded drag once. I can't do it again. <laughs> Get infested with mold. <laughs> oh, jeepers. But I'm complaining a lot. I'm complaining today. I'm sorry. Today? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you had a great vacation. I'm glad I that you, uh, you got away. Yeah. Yeah, me too. What have you been doing? What have you? Where, where have you been? I have been on the wheel, just like grinding, grinding my life away. The doing, hamster wheel, doing the uh, doing the work, and then getting back on the wheel and reviewing a show called Camp Wanakiki until it's done, and then doing all of the editing and. I am enjoying Camp Wanakiki. I'm enjoying Cult Wanakiki. It's so much effort. It's so much effort because it like there's a there's a trying to get people together, trying to find a time to do it. I edit the whole show. Yes, Uh, it's a lot. It is a lot, and it's every week. You know, I will say it's very enjoyable watching you be more positive. (laughs) <laughs> how do you mean like what because i was negative in the first half of the show um i actually did not mind and you know what i also talked to 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 the camp one kiki girls when i met them because everyone thought it. i was a bitch or something or and I was they, like, oh, the I was girls i talked to were like people are allowed to have opinions like we love her opinions and i was that's just what, being sassy you know like because i when we started the show we were literally we found out the show was coming out that day and mm-hmm. Clinica and I got on the horn and we're like, oh my God, we have to jump and do something and make it mm-hmm. happen. 
And so, like, I just adopted a quick persona without thinking about it. And we mm-hmm. instantly came up with this crazy concept, Cult Wanakiki, and went with it. And um, so, yeah, I was a little sassy, and I thought that was the vibe. And then when I heard that everyone thought I was a bitch, I've adjusted. You know, like... Yeah, you did adjust. It, it was just... I have so much experience doing, like, squirrel talk and, like, being yeah. a total asshole constantly. Yeah. Yeah, we give our uh, opinions. I have said I hate people on here. I have yeah. told people to fuck off on here. <laughs> I mean, like, we, on Squirrel Talk, we're really mean, honestly. And um, <laughs> and we really, like, voice our opinions almost, like, completely unfiltered sometimes. Like, to the point where it gets me in trouble in real life. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But, like, um, I had to learn how to tone it down a little bit, hosting my own show. Uh. <laughs> and you, you know, honestly, you have done a really good job with it. And it is really nice to see you like having a lighter take on everything. Yeah. And I just watched the episode where she needed this gig and she hated it. She was everything. brutal. She was so mean. You know what? And that, that's the funniest thing is that everyone, everyone, everyone was calling me mean until yeah. I had actually mean people on the yeah. show. Yeah. Like Wilma Finger do, she need this gig. Like Flapjack, they have been so brutal. Um, and I'm like, now everyone's taking all of that back. And they're like, yeah. oh, like Hillary's not as mean as they thought. It's like, no, yeah. I'm not. They're like, bring back Hillary. <laughs> bring back the old Hillary. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to give a fair opinion of what I think people in the zeitgeist are going to say. Like, Absolutely. If, if something needs to be called out and you should be aware of something, I want you to be aware of it. Like, that doesn't look great on you because of this, you know? And certain characters, God love her, Muffy Vanderbilt III is <sighs> very delusional in her, her approach sometimes. She yeah. Everything is the best thing ever. And right. she just keeps wearing the same outfit over and over again. Mm-hmm. Almost. And I'm like, and she's like, oh my God, it's so camp. It's like, you just wore a gown. Like, it's not that camp. It's a gown. Like, um, uh, so you hate Muffy and you guys are starting a war. No, I I really like Muffy, but I just don't see why she can't push past. And I almost wonder, push past this preconception of herself. Right. Into like looking ugly or crafty or something crazy, really crazy. And I think it's because of the scene she comes from. And it's that pageant Texas Mm. thing where the girls are obsessed with looking pretty. Right. And they only have this one conception where there is a rubric of what drag is, like tens, tens, tens across the board. Whereas here in Canada, we're obsessed with looking like couches. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing flat wigs uh, so that we can do uh, 32 numbers for $100 Canadian. Uh, there is no volume to the hair because Woody's literally has a ceiling that is too short to wear big hair. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's reasons why I think in Toronto no one has big hair because all of our venues don't support it for multiple reasons. <laughs> True. True. The ceilings are too small and the they force us to dance. So I don't know. It's true. Yeah. Oh, it is true. <laughs> I don't agree. Well, you wear your hair on your chin, so have you ever it's considered true. like a chin beard uh chin wig, like a uh like a Kamerkin for my face? Yeah, like just putting it putting like a big lady bunny wig like to extend your beard. I have never considered that. <laughs> but thank you for putting that image in my head. I appreciate it. It's probably going into that drag king territory almost, you know. Hey, do you need some wigs? I have so many to give away right now. Um, why did Vicky like stump some stuff on you? <laughs> she did. She did. She brought the dump truck over and I have a metric ton of her old stuff to go through. Yeah. Is there anything in there that's useful for you? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I have identified, but I've had to be very picky. Um, But man, a lot of those wigs that she gave me, I'm just like, oh my God. And some of them are, they're like 
heartfelt. You know, like they mean yeah. something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I know exactly what this wig is. I know, I know. exactly what this is, what this is. Yeah, her looks are very, were very, very distinct. Yeah. So definitely I've I've told her, you know, some of this some of this drag, uh, if I take it, I, I have to make it my own a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it will definitely push my drag in a certain direction. Um, right. That is surprising to me. It's like, because I, right. a lot of the choices that Vicky would make, I wouldn't make. Mm-hmm. But some of the choices she made, I definitely would. Like when she did Shirley Temple or she dressed as a stupid giant milk bottle. Yeah. Like that was straight out of Hillary ass. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. She, so she gave me a bunch of her PVC stuff. Yeah. And I wore it in Seattle and people were like, whoa, I love this. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should get more. Like maybe I should just get more PVC stuff from Artifice where she gets her stuff from. And then I told her, I like texted her. I was like, you're right. I should wear, cause one time she told me, she's like, you should be the PVC queen of Toronto now that I'm leaving. And then I texted her and was like, you're right. I should do more PVC. And she's like, now you listen to me five years later. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Hey, listen, sometimes it takes a while to learn a lesson from your mother. I agree. Sometimes it takes a little while for the penny to drop. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I have, I have, um, Vicky's glamorous old sequin gown that she used to wear when she yes. went to all camp. Um, wait, are you talking about her continental that dress? Pink gown it's a oh, pink, the pink one gown. you know that one that she wore with the big blonde hair pink sequin no i don't it's like a pinky red sequin gown she would wear it when she wanted to look like a game show host or something almost i don't know what you're it, talking it was about very iconic for me um and it was very much in like my life my my will like especially where i connected with her mm-hmm. um but like i have that and oh my god the shirley temple wig on me looks incredible it's good beautiful some yeah. of these like long things she left me with though like are yeah difficult to wear because she's bald and i'm not and um i'm going to have to figure out how to make them work with sideburns you know like- you know what i i same she gave me a couple of wigs as well and i was like i don't know how this is gonna fit like this this doesn't fit my head this is a tricky one. This is like a, I'm going to have to shave my sideburns up to here moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of them are like the, the, the wig cap is like really high. Yeah. Because they're they're kind of they're not super expensive wigs where the it's like built low with sideburns. So, you, yeah, I don't know. It's tricky to use other people's drag and make it your own. Um, speaking yeah. of. When I got when I got the package from her and she dropped it off and yeah. uh, I saw her continental dress mm-hmm. uh, on the top there, I was like, "No, I mm-hmm. I I could have sworn that you would have taken that number one." And, I'm t- uh, it doesn't fit me. I'm too little for it. And that's the thing. I it's huge. Are you too tall for it? Are you sorry too short for it too? Or are you about the same height? Um, it doesn't matter. It fits me like perfect nice good yeah just the way it stretches out on me i think it's because i'm wider <laughs> no for me it's a length issue because i'm so short and oh she's so tall God. i just i could not i could not work into it but i was uh, amazed i was like wow this uh this fits me like a glove i was mm-hmm. uh, i was kind of wilded out by that that's an evan bedell i know it's by bedell it's yeah. by bedell <laughs> Yeah, I did get her. I did take her continental talent outfit, though. Okay. Um, her black bodysuit. Did you oh, take the, the bathing suit? Did you get the bathing I have suit? Bathing suit. I think that, that'll <laughs> fit me too. It's very skimpy. Ooh la la. Um, which is very interesting. And I also have also by Bedell is the white um dress that she wore for the um opening. Oh, that's right for presentation. Oh shit! I don't think it will answer uh, fit me perfectly, so I'm probably going to give that to Messy Margaret. Oh, she's going to ruin it. Yeah, but I mean, what else is going to happen? Um, she needs something that's yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it, it actually actually that white one actually kind of reminds me of some of the neoprene ones I used to get. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. The one that you you actually gave one of your neoprenes too messy. Too messy. And so she's been wearing she- it a lot. So I was. I thought it was really interesting when I 
I realized, oh, wow, this is actually very similar to this neoprene one. And like, did she get references from me? Did 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 Bedell get references from my neoprene? One hundred. She said, "Give me the Hillary yeah special." <laughs> hey, you never know. She sent him reference photos of you and said, oh "Give it to God. me." Um, but I do have a little bit of news. <sighs> Speaking this? of our drag mother and your drag daughter, yeah. you are going to be a drag auntie. Oh, why did someone die? Why would that? Why would that make you an auntie? Um, I don't know. I can't carry the two. <laughs> uh, wait, are you pregnant? I am not pregnant because I will not ruin my figure. I am adopting. You adopted? Who the you? You have somebody in your your drag family. She's a she's a vial. There's there's a new vial in town. Oh my! God. I don't know if they're going to take the name Vile. Did this happen in Seattle? No. <laughs> is it an American baby? Imagine it's an American child. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, it's someone who already exists. Found a street urchin in the streets in Seattle. Hey, honestly, I would. There's some great talent out there. Um, <laughs> uh, I think you could guess who it is. I'm not going to tell you right now because we haven't announced anything yet. I want to do like a formal announcement. Miss Texas 1988. That's who it is. Oh, no, my God. <laughs> No way. She would be my mother. She doesn't need a child or she doesn't need a parent. She's great on her own. Girl Haggard also. She's got a a legendary family of like a bajillion drag children. Yeah. And they like all live together. She brought one of her kids with her to Seattle. I got to meet Kiki and she was amazing. She's like a sexy Wilma Flintstone. You know, that that's one of the craziest things that you realize when you do these shows like Camp One Kiki, like as low budget and silly as Camp One Kiki is like, the people who are competing on these shows like are are generally like big fish in their little community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're still <laughs> it was girl haggard of the haggards. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Right. Yeah. And it was Hillary Ass of the House the, of Licks. The House of Licks, yeah. Well yeah, I mean like that's the thing. Like it, you know, we were a little bit of a of a thing in Toronto and we still are, you know, we're the we're the sharks of licks. The ass mm-hmm. of presents. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> squirrel talk lives on <laughs> it does and on and on and on uh you won't let me stop <clears throat> I, I will not let you stop <laughs> because you're too good well you uh you you weren't sure about continuing on and then i i forced you to keep going true but um, it, yeah it was the format change i just didn't want to talk about talk about drag race anymore which by the way we should probably talk about drag race now we should but um I think every once in a while we just have to kick each other in the ass and just like, yes, because it's hard to keep on going. It really is like, yes, it really is. It is. I get it. It's so hard unless one of us goes into porn and then we can just stop. Yeah. I mean, there's way more money in porn as we've learned. Honestly. Yes, there is. (laughs) Uh There sure is. Oh, yeah, I would be the best in my category. Chubby manity people. <laughs> you know, when I told when I told Mickey that I'm going to start wearing more PVC, she's like, you could also purchase from this website. And I go to it and it's all <laughs> it's all Travis Connor modeling. All of these. I'm like, you're just trying to sh- use my promo code. I was like, you're just trying to shill your products on me. <laughs> oh my god yeah definitely artifice clothing you know artifice is is a cute little maker of the pvc stuff but i can't use it because uh it only goes up so high. their sizing sucks their sizing's because i'm an extra large based on the measurements i'm seeing yeah and um you probably are i mean because because they make stuff for petite petite girls right yeah so um yeah, you probably would be an extra large. And at least you could maybe fit into it. But um, yeah, when I tried to get something from Artifice, their response literally to me was like, we don't think you'll like it. Here, we're going to give you the number of someone who does stuff for your your size. <gasps> like they wouldn't. They won't even entertain doing something. This is idea. a fucked up thing about this industry. Yeah. <laughs> It really, really, really is messed up. But there's designers out there who just straight up will not design 
for larger people. No, so like artifice, they they won't design for larger. They just will not. They say no, the sizing is different, and whatever. Maybe I mean, like I get yeah. that it's more fabric. Just charge a little bit more. Like, what's the fucking problem? Well, apparently it needs to be constructed differently to look the way they want it to look, and I think they, I think they don't want it to look not exactly the way they want it to look. It's so boring. I, it's so I boring. I literally think they don't want to have like a tummy bulge or anything. They want it to be like artifice. You know what I mean? It's it's fat phobic is what it is. Honestly. It really is. Should I not shop there then? <sighs> no, like do do what you want. But I'm I'm just saying like that's that's part of the industry. Like it's Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a shitty part of the industry. Very very shitty. <laughs> What am I going to do? I mean, I, I mean, on that though, like when you're on Instagram or whatever, like I can't, I can't, but help, but like, look at the attractive boys. I really can't. It, you know what? I used to do a conscious effort to not click on their pictures because then my, my explore page would just be all men, right? Well, like all my, muscle men. My explore page is so full of like some drag Queens and then just like, hot guys of a certain type that it's yeah. figured out that I like. And yeah. it really, really knows how to get me now. And like, I know, at this point, I know, I know like Instagram has really helped me figure out what my type is. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's exactly what my type I'm is. I'm honestly not even seeing my type. I'm just seeing uh, boring muscle men and I eat it up every time. I know. And then sometimes I click follow cause I'm like, yes, but no, and uh, why am I a human? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know. It preys on our insecurities, baby. Well, let's take a break while I go check my Instagram feed. Oh, and I'll tell you. And Hey, hey, get off Instagram. Hey, Hillary, oh stop jerking off. Stop jerking off right now. Oh, my God. Hillary. Yes, yes. We need to take oh a break. Oh, my God. This man. Send him to me. Send him to me. Look at this man. Look Look oh at this god. man! Oh my god! Look at this man! He's very attractive. That's Joey J. No, it's not Joey. J. <laughs> it looks a little bit like. It's the I met Joey J. Joey J. was in Seattle when I was there. He came to my show. He's, he didn't. He seems adorable. He is so fucking cute. And so, I think nice. I think very. Nice. You know what? So I he came after I performed. So I came out to watch the other girls, and he walked in front of me, stopped and looked at me, and said hi. And then I went, oh. and then I went, you're Joey J. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because he's so fucking cute. Like, what a little cutie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I think he's he's very adorable. That's so nice. Oh. And you know what I love? Like, I, I love... I've had really good experiences lately meeting Rue girls because he was watching the show. He was filming. He was tagging the girls. He was asking me who they were so he could tag them. And yeah. he was tipping them and he was up on his feet. And like, it was really like, I really like to see that. Well, you know, I, I don't want to shame other, other cities and stuff, like, but like the, the people from the Midwest, like, or in Seattle, mm -hmm. you know, they tend to be nice. Honestly, the Queens, mm -hmm. they're, they're nice. They're really nice. Yeah. Everybody was very nice to me. Because uh, I messaged like probably a good half dozen queens out there and was like, Do you have a spot for me? Do you have a spot for me? A lot of them were did not see the message because they weren't following me, so I went to their filtered folder. Yeah. And then they messaged me later and were like, Sorry, I just saw this. And yeah. like they were they were like, I can't help you, or you can ask this person. And like they were very they were all very nice. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. It, it's oh uh, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. Traveling takes time. I don't have so much time to take off. I have a husband. I have a husband, mm. Selena. I have a husband. Anyways, <laughs> They'll always be scroll. there. <laughs> I'm going to scroll the Instagram and take a break. Okay, yeah, it's time for a break. Hillary, put your dick and the phone away. Oh my god, these guys are so hard. Oh, Hillary, I hate to say it, but beards are really attractive to me these days. I wait, are you saying that you're hot for me right now? I've never been hot for you. 
Okay, good. Well, maybe like way before I Hillary. No, I don't want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe like way, way, way back, but then, you know, you didn't always have a beard. You were kind of on and off, and then you did drag, and then you shaved your beard a lot too. Mm -hmm. So I always had a beard until I started drag, and that's when I shaved it. Mm. So I, I was not a bearded queen for the first two years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because, like, aesthetically, I think a beard is very nice and proper. But, like, in a relationship, I hate it. I hate a beard. Because it's, like, the physical contact of the beard on beard, for me, is just, like, ooh. Oh, I love it. I love it. Death and pain and just. I love it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) It also hides people's imperfections. (laughs) It hides a weak jaw. Like me, I have a very weak jawline, weak chin. Yeah. It hides that. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah, no, I know. I do love putting on my beard for hiding my imperfections. But I'm, I'm so imperfect at this point, it doesn't even matter. Uh, I like and nothing will mask your imperfections. Yeah. Like I have to like go full, full tilt into my imperfections to make them mm-hmm. balance out almost like lean in. Yeah. I found this amazing pink jumpsuit at old Navy. the other Okay. Day. Like a full body pink jumpsuit. I look amazing in it because it's, it's too, it's a little bit too big for me even. And I think oversized like kind of makes things proportion. Do you look at Instagram ads? Do you click on Instagram ads? Sometimes. Because I'm seeing so many for clothes these days that look like drag clothes. They're like meant for women, but they look like drag outfits. Oh, yeah. So I've been clicking on so many things, but I never buy. There's a a couple sites. I think one's called like Extra Plus or something. Yes, yes. Extra Plus is one. And it's like full of draggy, I want to say like, fashion nova e slash like black woman at church slash i don't even know uh plus size crazy stuff some of the stuff there is insanity yeah it is full mirror gown how was it this cheap kind of right um right and i have bought some things from it that are just really cool Um, yeah but I, I try not to get too much. Because um, honestly, then it just I, I just fill your room up with cheap shit. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'd like to, I think I'm at the point where I should start getting rid of a bunch of drag and start getting a bunch of new drag. Oh, gosh. There's this um, dressmaker um, online. He's a, he's a drag dressmaker, too. Um, I can't remember what his name is, but I... I keep seeing his dresses all over the place and they're mm. gorgeous. But Where's like, he from? I can't remember. Is he Canadian or American? This guy, Morgan Wells, Drag Closet. Huh. And like, I, I take a look at some of the stuff that he makes and then suddenly I, I suddenly I, I go and see the exact same dress on like Alexis Mateo or something like that. And I'm like, oh. Right. Oh, that's why you shouldn't get it because it's just, yeah, you know, it's nice, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of at the point in my drag career where I'm like, I would, I don't want to be wearing things other people have. I just right. don't. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I can have a couple of um, basic things, which is fine, mm-hmm. or like things that I think are very unique and interesting. But like, um, no, I don't want other people to have what I have. You know, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of people not having what you have, someone from Canada got a crown on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 8. Who? Clinica Depressus? Won her crown, finally! Jimbo. Jimbo! Jimbo is a winner, baby. Are we talking about All-Stars 8? Yeah, let's get into it. Oh my god. So, uh, I guess the finale. Did you watch the finale? Yeah. Okay. Before we get into the finale, were you, you expecting watch the episode before the finale? I watched all the episodes leading up to the finale. Did you? Yes, I did. Okay. Were you expecting there to like them to eliminate a top third person and no. have it only be a top two? Because I really wanted Jessica Wilde in that finale. I think she deserved that spot. 
Yeah. I love her. I uh, I thought it was really weird that they just kind of did that and didn't explain themselves. And it was yeah. like, oh, there it is. Top two. And everyone was just like, okay, wait, why is there a top two? And they hardly even mentioned it. And then they just kind of like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I really don't know why there was just a top two. I don't I don't understand that. Like it, it completely broke the convention. Yeah. I really, I really did enjoy though watching everybody come back and do a talent show. I really liked seeing everybody do what they do. Yeah, I thought the fame, like I really enjoyed the concept of the fame game uh-huh. until they did the multipliers. Oh my god, that pissed. Okay, they didn't piss me off. They did the, the multipliers. multipliers. I was like, I was like, well, that's the winner. Yeah, and it was, and yeah. it wasn't. I'm sorry, it was not the deserving winner. Uh, yeah, I mean, like. <sighs> I love Lala, but she got a time times three vote count. Yeah. Quite frankly, she didn't need it. She was already the favorite to win. You know? I don't think she was. Do you think she was? I think she's so popular, she probably was the favorite to win anyway. Because when people were talking about the fame games, I never heard anyone mention her name. I heard mention of Kahana. I heard mention of James Mansfield. I heard mention of Darian. Yeah. But I never heard like, mention of Lala. And I, I mean, really did, do think that she needed those. Where did you hear mentions? Of Twitter. Like, Twitter, inside your bubble. Yeah. Inside, inside the little bubble that Elon gives you. Yeah, my best friend Elon. <laughs> like a little buddy Ely. I don't know. I think I think Lala was always a big favorite. But when when they gave James a multiplier of times two and then Lala a multiplier of times three, I was like, well then Lala won, period. Yeah, like, period. How could you not win with three times the votes you're getting? Yeah, um, I really already, do not think that was fair. When you're already probably pretty like a, a fan favorite, like it yeah. was done. It was done at that moment. And I'm sorry, she did not have the best runways. Which is what the fame games was about. Well, that's what they said it was about, didn't they? They sure did. I wonder if they would do it again. I don't know. Um, I just thought it was really shitty the way that they said, well, you get to present yourself on your Facebook and your Instagram and like win the fame games. And then right at the end, they're like, no, multipliers. Mm -hmm. That just like ruined the whole thing for me. Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe it gave some impetus for the fans to be looking at your Instagram and like, paying attention yeah but the whole thing was just a lie it, it felt really shitty yeah. anyway um like i mean congratulations to lala i guess but like i yeah i wasn't super happy with the whole system <laughs> um how did you feel about the winner of the show oh i mean let's just say if if jimbo didn't win it wouldn't make any sense. It just wouldn't right. have made any sense. Right. Jimbo was the winner. Very, very, yeah. very clearly. Like, very clearly. Yeah. Period. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It is really cool that a Canadian person won that show. Yes. Because <laughs> she's only the third to compete. <laughs> it really was so good that she won. <laughs> As, like a fucking weirdo. She's so weird. Do you know what my favorite thing of the whole episode, though? The finale? What was it? RuPaul was like, gosh, Jimbo, you are twisted. You are just like the queens I grew up with. Candy walks in. Candy Muse, I'm your biggest fan. I love you so much. And I was like, and then they give it to Jimbo. But it was it was just so strange. It was like, it seemed like she loves candy. Yeah. Would would die for candy. Yeah. And literally, as when Jindo, Jimbo comes in, essentially insults them and calls them a weirdo. And then but they are a weirdo. I know, but like... <sighs> I think it was a compliment. It's a compliment to be called weird, but it's also just like... <sighs> Jimbo was insanely talented. Like, yeah. 
I don't want to like belabor. Like, Nasha Lopez hate what she said about James Mansfield at the start of the episode. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. She turned to James and was like, I don't think you should have won. Yeah. Essentially. I was like, wow, that is exactly the type of bullshit that an, a person that doesn't understand comedy. Yeah. Yeah. They just have but no James, James got to turn it around. Did you watch Untucked? No, I didn't watch Untucked. Was it good? Uh, no, but James turned that moment around on Nasha and mm. used it against her later. It was very funny. I, but it it was just so rude. It was so rude. Uh, you know, just because you don't understand comedy doesn't mean, you know, I don't understand pageantry, frankly. I don't understand gowns. Like, right. when somebody wears a gown and everyone's like, oh my God, it's a gown. Look at the beadwork. Tens, tens, tens. I'm like, it looks like a gown to me. <laughs> that it voice. Looks, it looks like a gown. It looks like a gown. Anyway. But what did you think of Alexis Michelle's gown? Because that was beautiful. It was really, it was a really nice gown. I don't understand why people love it so much, but I was like, yes, this this is a very nice gown. It was stunning, Hillary. It was so beautiful. Yeah, but I thought that a lot of things that were worn on the runway were stunning. Like, I I don't think it was that much more stunning than anything else I saw. Nasha Lopez wore a stunning gown. I don't even remember her. I don't even remember what she wore. A stunning cape and collar. Um, Darian Lake wore a cool collapsible gown that turned into a bodysuit. James Mansfield went full Vegas with a full headpiece. I mean, I would say, oh my God, my favorite look. Yeah, Kahana. Kahana's gown was immaculate. Yeah. Oh my God. So, like, and then they're just like, oh, no, but we love the classic Alexis Michelle. Uh, for me, I'm like, eh, it's fine. It was beautiful. Sure. I'm sure it was for you. <laughs> You're being very Nasha Lopez right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand gowns. I, I understand comedy. I don't understand gowns. Hmm. I understand it all. Actually, that's not true. I don't understand gowns at all either. <laughs> I don't understand. One of the queens in Seattle was like, have you ever considered doing a pageant? And I was Ugh. like, uh, another person trying to make me do a pageant. I know, the pageant. Well, you have done a pageant. I, You know what I realized? Pageants are basically an MLM. What's an like, MLM? They, a, a multi-level marketing. You know how like people are like, do you want to join Arbonne and sell Arbonne? I it's know. very, I've had so many people be like, you could do the, the National Bearded Empress pageant. And they talk to you as if you have all the potential in the world to win. And it's the greatest opportunity of your life. And I'm like, you're just trying to get more people into the pageant system. Yeah, they they need people to compete compete so that they can win against them and feel superior to you. (laughs) And they will be like, they will suddenly compete and then win against you and be like, oh, next year, hon. (laughs) Do you know what Miss Texas said to me? What? Would she ever consider doing Camp on a Kiki? Did she say that? (laughs) I think Camp on a Kiki is a little bit different, though, because you really don't go there to make money. You you go there if you want to be a weirdo. Like I think I think you're kind of crazy if you go there thinking that you're gonna get a hell of a lot out of it in that way um, i told her i wouldn't do it because i don't like the outdoors but you know why i wouldn't do it <laughs> is no. th- i mean that is true but also i'm not a campy queen like i'm a comedy queen right but you've never actually other than my turkey you've never really seen me wear a campy look fair yeah and i would like to change that i just don't have the mindset like i don't i don't look at fa- i don't look at fashion period like i'm not a fashion girl yeah and that hinders me as well because i don't know how to put that comedy spin on fashion because i don't already have a fashion lens oh i think you're overthinking it i think a lot of people who have come on camp one kiki like that have overthought it too much um you just have to make it your own. Like camp is all about making things your own. But here's the thing is like amp up your camp is what it's all about. Yeah. In your and own I way. I don't have that brain power. <laughs> I just don't. I can camp up my performance. 
But if you ask me yeah. to camp up a look, I'm like, what are you talking about? How do you camp up a look? Yeah, you just have to take it further than it used to be. You know, like, how do you take it to the next level? Um, in a stupid way that is so you. Um, yeah. Whatever that means, you know. But it's true. It's true. I don't know. It's a good question. It's a question for the ages. I don't, I like, don't even know. Like Miss Texas's look this past week that she made of the city and the nature. Yeah. Like I would never mm-hmm. have thought to execute something like that. That's okay. <laughs> Is it? Is I don't it? know. I don't know. I uh... like your underwater fish um um bingo caller yeah. <laughs> like how do you think of that i don't know but i mean i did a whole range of different things too you did you did a range. that's the thing is you didn't just come up with one look you came up with multiple yeah so it's just kind of tapping into your own sensibility whatever that is but i'm not i'm not saying that you have to do it like if you don't you know Quit pressuring me to do the show. <laughs> I didn't pressure you. I didn't. Do you think any Canadians you. applied? I have no idea. No idea. Messy didn't want to apply because she was like, "Oh, it's not worth it. The money's not good enough." Girl, <laughs> I'm like, okay, calm down. She's holding out for drag race. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I just come back at the end of the day always to like why I'm doing this in the first place. And honestly, it's just because I do and I'm a I'm an artist and I I'm trying to express myself. And yeah, like if I found a place like Camp Wanakiki that kind of I identify with, I'm very happy for that. Yeah. Um is it a f- fame place? Probably not. <laughs> like <sighs> I'm glad it exists. Well, I went to a foreign country and dropped your name and people knew who I was talking about. So that must count for something. It's true. A whole two people, girl in Texas knew exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, now that uh, all stars eight is over, uh, are you excited for all stars nine? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about RuPaul's Drag Race season? What is Six, it? 16 is the next one. 16, 16? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I hate to say, and I'm sure that there are queens on that season that I'm going to fall in love with. I always do because yep. I love drag. Yep. But whenever I look at like the kind of list of possibilities and the people on the interwebs, put up the little picture of what they look like. Mm -hmm. I look at all of them and I'm just like, they all look the same. They all look the same Mm -hmm. at this point. They all are trying to look like they need to, to succeed on Drag Race. And this isn't every, every season these days of every nationality. And, um, it's boring. <laughs> it's so boring. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it, it feels like the big names, even in Drag Race, they talk a lot about how they don't even watch the show anymore. They're just like, right. I don't watch yeah. it anymore. Yeah. I just don't watch it anymore. I'm beyond it. I don't have time for it. <laughs> <sighs> like, what are we supposed to do with, with this show that, you know, also like in Canada, like it seems to reject any form of comedy, ingenuity or comedy mm-hmm. or anything besides what makes us look like an American, <laughs> a second rate American, in my opinion. Right. Because we have such a chip on our shoulder in this country. Um, we do. Yeah, we do. Because we're always trying to be Americans, but we're not American. Right. Um, but then the Americans, even RuPaul made a joke about Jimbo's healthcare. She won the season and RuPaul's like, well, at least you have healthcare. (laughs) (laughs) It came back to that joke. Like 
do you, you you've heard me complain so many times yeah that every american friend i've ever made yeah constantly talk like that is all the that is the only joke they make at my expense constantly mm-hmm. and it's frustrating it's very frustrating he's saying yeah jimbo has health care but jimbo also is probably on an o1 visa or a green card which allowed her to do that show and win that prize money yeah um and that means she is now paying taxes in Canada and the States. Yes. So she's paying taxes in two places. Yeah. And um, the States is so fucked up that they will tax you on your tax-free savings account. So here in Canada, we have a tax-free savings account. I have yeah. one. I don't know if you have one. But if you have a visa to live in the States, they – or to work in the States at least – they will tax you on that, even though the Canadian government won't. The American government will. Right. It's so... It's like, what's the point of getting I that? I don't know. I don't know. That's a lot of tax. It's a lot of tax. So that $100,000 to Jimbo is like not what it would mean if she had won it in Canada. Well, $200,000 actually. Oh, shit. Never mind. Good for her. Yeah. She's doing great. <laughs> I know two hundred thousand American dollars. Maybe to they think gave, maybe they she... gave it to her because they only had to pay her out in Canadian dollars. They're like, oh, we can just give her two hundred thousand Canadian. She'll never know the difference. That's hilarious. I would, I would actually, I would, I would take it. So, <laughs> um, she came literally from obscurity. Like when she when when the cast of season one came out. Yeah. Everyone predicted who was on the show except Jimbo. Everyone was like, we know these 11 queens. We don't know who the 12th is. And yeah. it's because no one was following her. She was not in the drag scene. Nobody knew who she was. She's from this island in Vancouver called Victoria yeah. or in, in BC called Victoria. Yeah. And nobody knew who she was. And then when the show started, everyone was like, what is this person? Yeah. And to go from literally nobody having heard of you to the entire world rooting for you and winning this show. Like that's, and that's in remember, like what, three years. Do you remember at this, the beginning of this season also people were like, I don't know. They were kind of negative on Jimbo too. They were like, Jimbo's evil. Uh, yes. Eyes. Yes. And like, what a turnaround. Like now yeah. people love Jimbo. Love. L-O-V. Yeah. 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 I also don't get all the, I'm not a woman, but like there's a lot of women who have uh, feelings surrounding misogyny around Jimbo's aesthetic. And I'm like, oh, there's yeah. so many other queens who do large boobs, who make it the joke, who people say nothing about. It's because Jimbo, to them, Jimbo's also ugly because she's homely looking. She's hmm. not a pretty queen. So they're like, you're ugly. So you're making fun of us. No, Jimbo's just ugly. she's not trying to make fun of you she's just an ugly person that's like saying an ugly woman walking down the street is making fun of women for being ugly that's fucking bullshit and that's misogynistic like i think honestly to say that jimbo is misogynistic is the exact like opposite of the argument like no it's that just means that you're misogynistic like i think calling women misogynistic (laughs) Yeah, because there's inborn misogyny that is in our culture. That is it like you know, self-loathing gays? Yeah. Didn't you watch the Barbie movie? I haven't. Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. And when you, when you say watched it, did you go to the movie theater? Yeah, I went to the movie theater. Okay, I find it weird to say you watched something when you went to the theater. Whatever. I would say I saw it. I saw it. I watched it. I listened to it. I For me, watched implies in. you watched it at home. I put my eyes on the screen. I ate popcorn and diddled myself to Ryan Gosling. It was great. Are you a Ryan Gosling? Like, no, but he was so hot. Anyways, um, <clears throat> yes. Oh my goodness, there were moments I was like, wow. The movie is batshit crazy. Barbie movie is batshit crazy. Good. Um, there are a lot of heavy-handed philosophical moments that you uh-huh. would, that you would call "quote unquote" feminism, uh, anti-toxic masculinity, etc. Sure. Um, at times, it reads like a, a 
a Mattel propaganda piece. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's a lot of things. Um, right. It's campy at times. It makes no sense at times. Good. It glorifies the creator of Barbie at times to an absurd degree. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's hilarious at times. My favorite part about it, though, is that it is a cultural moment that people are talking about. And it is yeah. bringing up important issues. Um, and it's making a lot of money at the same time. Yeah. Um, and Mattel is going to sell a hell of a lot of Barbies. <laughs> True. They're going to sell a lot of Barbies and totally revamp their image. I'm telling you, my God. True. Yeah. Well, was, I got some uh, Barbies to go sell, Hillary. It was not what I expected. Not what I expected. Good. Do you like Barbie? Are you a Barbie? No. Yeah, I'm not a huge Barbie fan. No, I was more into She-Ra. Yeah, I'm more like princess peach and uh yeah you are kathy you know the kathy comic oh yeah that's you that's you persona (laughs) you're kathy personified kathy kathy is um she's great that's all (laughs) all right perfect we did it we got there all right can we say goodbye now oh my god you're tired of talking to me aren't you (laughs) we've been at this for five hours all right our friendship only extends an hour on (laughs) this is this is what happens it happens to all of them it happens to all of them trixie and katya never talk to each other unless it's um in public um being recorded online um so we're following in that same tradition love it good (sighs) now they all know (laughs) all right let's hang up so that i can tell you who my drag child is oh Oh, you're going to tell me in real. Oh, I'm offline. I'll tell you whatever. offline. Okay. Okay. Um, well, squirrels, uh, we've come to the end of the podcast again. If you like us, please make sure to uh, follow us on Instagram and buy our t-shirts. I'm sure we have, you have one, right? Don't you? Probably somewhere on Redbubble, I guess. <sighs> Mine's uh, in the trash bin out back. All right. We'll see Great. you later, squirrels. Uh I yeah, know. leave 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 a review of us on your pod thing that you listen yeah. to and leave five star us and door. subscribe. Leave it aside my door and like some cheesecake or something. And Drop your address. I guess one more thing, Selena. Are we going to review the next season of Drag Race or are we just going to see? Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, but we're going to be back to like still talk next time, right? We're going to be back yeah. in two weeks for the next I episode. I think we're probably going to talk again. Yeah. Great. Good. We don't talk about Drag Race. There's other stuff, other stuff to talk about. We barely talk about Drag Race anyway. I know. We, 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 this has actually been three weeks now. Like We're, we're getting behind schedule, but um, we'll be back. We'll be back soon. Good for us. Okay. All Bye, right. everybody. Goodbye now. Bye <laughs> now.